This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. Most of us are probably familiar with the concept of mean girls. You know, the idea that groups of girls play on their social power imbalance and they make life absolutely miserable for other girls. But, you know, so-called mean girl behaviour exists among boys too. And it's not just in the playground. It can extend to sport, social media and texting, which means it doesn't stop at the end of the school day. So what can we do to help our boys through these kind of troubled relationships? Colette Smart is an adolescent psychologist. She talks about bullying and boys' relationships in her book, They'll Be Okay. Good morning, Colette. Good morning, Katrina. So are boys just as likely to be subjected to these kind of toxic relationships as girls are? Absolutely. I think there's been this long perpetuated myth that only girls can be part of toxic relationships somehow. Uh, and, and this idea that, oh, well, you know, boys will punch it out and get get over it and, and then they're back to being best mates by the lunch bell. That's actually not the case. I, I see and I've seen for years in my practice, both boys and girls exposed to something we call relational aggression. So relational aggression really is just a form of bullying, um, but it includes the exclusion, manipulation, and it's not the overt or physical attack. It's the kind of bullying by stealth in a way. So there's a study in Norway, and they found that boys are, are subjected to acts of relational aggression as well. Uh, but that boys often don't realise that this is considered bullying. You don't sort of think of boys as being involved that kind of more manipulative and sort of sly, you know, bullying that girls often experience. How does it manifest in boys? What does that sort of socially aggressive behaviour look like? Well, I I mean, in some ways it's quite similar to what we know about girls. So it can be a one boy or a male group of boys who it's the intentional leaving one boy out all the time it's boys standing together and saying mean and hurtful often untrue comments about another boy sarcasm or banter you know always oh well I, I was only joking can't you take a joke but it's it's consistent and constant and it's intended to hurt the, the boy uh, they also do things like ignoring the other child repeatedly, uh, so deliberately excluding them from games or online, uh, and then intimidating the child so that, with the intention that that child doesn't tell adults. Mm. And so these things can happen anywhere. So it could be on the soccer oval, it could be on the playground at school, school excursions, on in the back of the bus when teachers or, or bus drivers can't see, uh, between classes. And then I mentioned online gaming or uh, social media. I was going to mention that because I've got a number of friends who've got, you know, boys. I personally don't have boys myself. And they say that they use the online gaming in that way and that if someone doesn't spend as much time on a game and therefore their points are lower, they can be bullied and and teased and mocked at school even. Absolutely. And and I think it's also where they... even on the games, they don't allow the boys to join their team or their group, uh, or they make snide comments about the boy. What you know, where they, they've all got the headphones on, and mm. so parents often can't hear what's happening or what's being said. Mm, wow. So, I mean, are boys likely to tell someone that it's going on, or uh, should parents be on the lookout for perhaps other signs that something isn't right? When it's relational aggression, it can be tricky to spot at first because, as I said, it, it's done in stealth mode, mm. and so it's clever, it's done covertly in secretive ways with the intention to not be caught out by adults. So bullies uh, are clever in that sense. 
and it can have long-term psychological effects on our boys. So we really need to just be on the lookout. As parents, we know our boys um, well, and so it's looking for changes in behavior. So uh, the obvious ones are looking to, to see if your son is displaying signs of anxiety or depression. But these can manifest in things like uh, your child regressing in their behavior or avoiding social activities or, or not wanting to go to sport. Sometimes your boys, you might notice they're not invited a lot or they appear lonely. Mm. Uh, and then in terms of school, we might see changes in academic performance or uh, refusing to go to school because suddenly they, they're either getting into trouble uh, or there's changes in their peer and teacher relationships. And boys are getting in trouble at school because they're actually more afraid of the bully than they are of their teachers. Uh So they do things uh, in front of their teachers and the teachers are thinking, what's going on with this child? But but they try to save face. And so the anger comes out in boys, even at home, and it's not often recognized for what it is, that your son is suffering underneath. Wow. I think... uh to when a boy is being bullied, if they open up about it or parents find out about it, there tends to be this kind of toughen up attitude. How can we help our boys to cope better if they are dealing with this kind of mean boy aggression? So I think the sooner we we help our child or our son particularly to learn to verbalise their difficult feelings, then he can start to uh, actually tell you what's going on and he can talk about his emotional stress and the emotional upheaval that's going on for him. And we can start to use language around being assertive or confronting the other boy or boys. But sometimes you might have tried everything, like tried ignoring and making a joke of it or walking away. And and for some of our boys, it's still not helping. And so this is when we need to realize we are our child's best advocate and we must intervene. So approaching the school, asking them what steps they're going to partner with you um, and help your son take so that you, you know, in partnership can help your son not remain a target. So sometimes they will do buddying up programs, but also becoming aware of the bully. They may not have been aware before or they may already. They won't always tell you what they know, but it will help them get the the other child help as well. And then the staff can kind of monitor and keep an eye on those between classroom periods as best they can. But I think there are times when we need to get our own son's help professionally if it's got to that point uh, and they need help just coping with some of the the emotional strain that, that this has had on them. And then I think, you know, as a last resort, we might see students uh, moving classes or even moving schools. For some boys, a fresh start can be helpful. But don't underestimate your role at home. I think allowing your child to verbalise their emotions, using things like relaxation techniques, massages, drawing, exercising, deep breathing. Uh, Make sure your boys have got support networks outside of wherever the bullying's taking place. And then promoting empathy and inclusive behaviour. So using this opportunity to teach your child about what it means to be a good friend himself, um, that can be a painful but a a very powerful lesson that comes out of this. Mm, 
Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you, Colette. Good to talk to you. It's good to be on again. Thank you for having me. Yeah, that is Colette Smart, child psychologist. We've been talking about when boys have toxic relationships or bullying. You can find out more in her book, They'll Be Okay, or check her out online at colettesmart.com. Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.